to the VoiceOver Roundtable. I'm Mike Tobin. And I'm Emma O'Neill. Every week, we get together to talk about all things VoiceOver with a special focus on community. Bringing you in-depth interviews, roundtable discussions, special performance events, and industry-leading guests. Let's get started. This is the VoiceOver Roundtable. Here we are. Here we well, are. tonight we have a very special guest. Um, as a talent ager, uh, talent agent, ager, agent, and internationally recognized voice, voiceover authority and 30-year industry veteran with extensive experience as an actor, coach, and mentor, which is very, very cool. He currently owns and operates the Shepherd Agency, a premier talent agency representing an elite roster of union and non-union voice talent from around the globe. And I am a very, very proud member of that roster. Please welcome to the Voiceover Roundtable, Mr. Eric Shepherd. Hello. Hello. <laughs> is this thing on? It's Hello. Thing on. That's you, the treatment. Me? That's the treatment, buddy. I I pushed the button. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this thing on. <laughs> I oh, was man. just on Facebook, and they told me to go to the clubhouse. <laughs> you made it. Uh, from the Facebook. From the Facebook. Oh man. The Facebook told you. Listen to the <laughs> Facebook sometimes. Not always, but Eric, never. It's, it's great to have you with us. And th <laughs> yes, thanks so thank much for, for joining us. Really appreciate you spending time with us and with our lovely audience. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> one, one of the things that uh, we're going to kind of dive right in, because one of the things that Em and I have discovered doing this show, um, an expression that comes up often for us is, you don't know what you don't know, which is okay, right? You don't know what you don't know. And the thing is that when it comes to representation, uh, whether that's finding or submitting to or signing with an agent, there's a lot of stuff that voice actors are not aware of. And that goes for new and even experienced veteran talent, too. Yeah, there's totally. Just stuff, stuff that they don't know. Yeah. And tonight, hopefully, we'll help the audience learn a few things and we'll take some of their questions. Um, and later on, we're going to dive a little deeper into that critical step of submitting a demo for consideration and actually listen to a few to the brave souls that submitted mm. to today's surprise announcement. <laughs> we'll um, talk about that. <laughs> listen to the kind of the, the do's and don'ts of that part of the process. Yeah. Um, I want to start with, with sort of a, a behind the scenes kind of question, if I can, Eric. And, and that's, how do you see the role of a talent agent in the larger voiceover industry today? Um, well, you know, it's changed a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, it used to be, well, everything has changed. Mm. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, your voiceover uh -oh. talent, uh, you know, we used to go to these conventions and that was all of us. Like we were all in the room. <laughs> that was All it. the agents uh, together. Well, all the talent. You and know, talent. I mean, this yeah. was such a small, uh, you know, it was a small community. And now it's like, you know, it's exploded. So, yeah. uh, you know, everything has changed. Uh, but a lot of the things, you know, as far as an agent in their role uh, has stayed the same. You know, primarily, I think people look for their agent just for opportunities to give them uh, auditions and to put them out there. Um, but you know, on a, any given day, uh, we wind up doing a lot more stuff. I'll be talking to people that we don't even rep, 
just because somebody sent them my way. Very often, I don't know why, but it's cool. Uh, we have talents that are asking for advice on projects that are not our projects. I've hey, done that to him. I've done yeah, that to him. So I know that, I have. What, what do I quote <laughs> for this? And whatever, like, all right, whatever. Uh, and you then know, people no can't problem. say, come on our clubhouse thingy and talk to us. Oh my God, it's the worst. <laughs> you know, you got a couple of exhausting. And they all have some dumb thing they're doing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, most of the time now, I, I used to say, no, 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 but I mean, come on, Emma asked you to do something, I'm down. No, I'm you're such a pushover, I Heck. love it. He's got no. such a tough exterior. So, I, you know, we do a lot of things. Again, primarily, I think folks are, I mean, some folks really want their hand held and they're looking for, you know, advice on everything. Uh, other talent are, are just, you know, they send us their rough demo. Uh, and say, you know, hey, what are your thoughts on this? That's we get that probably a few times, you know, a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, give me your thoughts on this thing, or what do you think of that? Or, you know, can I call for a few minutes? Or, uh, so, you know, sometimes it's I'm spending a lot of time just BSing with talent, you know. Hey, I got questions about being union or this or that or whatever, or I got a big gig, or, uh, you know, I'm thinking about some new branding or, you know, whatever it is. But otherwise, you know, the meat and potatoes is. Uh, you know, we're getting talent out there, uh, you know, for every audition that you see, there's much more going on in the background where, you know, clients are saying, Hey, we just need demos or we're looking for this type of person. What type of, uh, you know, who would you recommend? Or we need this language or accent or, you know, whatever it is. So, um, but you know, primarily we're just, we're trying to get your work. Mm. It's actually just, um, before I move on to the next question that we have, it just harkens back to, I think, like this last session or the session before that people were um, asking about if you haven't heard from, oh, actually, it was in a podcast that I was being in. They were asking me if, like, you know, if you don't hear from your agent in a while, like, what do you do? Do you just leave the roster? And I was like, they're people. You reach out to them. And you talk and to them. people are scared as hell yeah. of me. It's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> And it, yeah, it's nuts. There's people that I'd had for like years. And then for whatever reason, they were like, oh God, I had a call. And they're like, I'm so sorry. And I didn't mean to bother you. And I know you're very busy. And I just, <gasps> dude, like this, this is, uh, we're on the same footing here. Like I don't yeah. work if you don't work and vice versa, you know? Yeah. Um, so I understand. Uh, I mean, it's nice that people respect and they understand, hey, look, you know, I'm not the only one and these people are busy, but uh, you know, if your agent's not getting back to you when you're reaching out to them, uh, you know, and you've reached out to them a few times, hey, listen, I need help on this or whatever, then yeah, there's a bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, but certainly don't, you know, hesitate. It's not like, oh, well, there's some, uh, you know, big, scary, uh, you know, business person. Yeah, well, sometimes we are big, scary business people, but we're your big, scary business person. That's why you have us. So you can, uh, you know, focus on acting. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. It, you know, it kind of, it kind of goes. Sorry, Emma. I know you, no, got, go you got another question, but I was going to say it, it kind of goes to what we were talking about: demo producers. What we were talking about: coaches. The same thing goes for agents. Is that it's a relationship. Exactly. And, and there's a dynamic that needs to happen. And you know, I I discovered this, and these are some of the mistakes that that I made through the way of you know lining up agents and things like that. Not I don't want to say mistakes, but things that I discovered over time is very very much to what you're saying eric is that 
every, every agent's going to be different and that some have more time for you, uh, maybe because they don't have uh, as big a roster and they have more time for their, to, to handhold, so to speak, their talent. And others, it's strictly an email communication. They're there for you when, when you need them, but it's, it's more of a hands-off kind of, I'm going to put the opportunities in front of you and do the auditions and we're good. So that well, look, I'm not calling just to say hi. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, that's well, nice. What do you but, mean? Uh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, that's, well, like I said, you don't call anybody under 30 now anyway. They think you're sick in the head. What are you doing? Calling, you freak. Is there something me. wrong? Oh, my God. Is somebody dead? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, but I like, I've been trying to make more phone calls lately, probably to the chagrin of some of my younger folks. Uh, but it's nice, you know, to chat, but it's, you know, it's never for nothing. It's because, you know, we got something or yeah. oftentimes, you know, there's a thing and then it's complex because they want to read up front and there's a callback, but there was a change in the thing or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have time for like a 20 minute email to write this whole thing. You know, I'll just call them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that, you know, it's nice to actually, you know, talk to people, but if people feel like they don't, you know, oh, we don't have much of a relationship or whatever, you know, look, man, like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to call just to be like, hey, what's up? Because that's not how, it, you know, it's not yeah. how it works. Reach out. If you want to call and say what's up, then we'll chat. But otherwise, uh, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> totally do. Getting back to the questions at hand. Um, so <laughs> put your agent hat back on. Um, are there significant trends that you're seeing these days, one, both on your side of the experience and with with voice uh, with voice buyers as well with the talent. Uh, yeah, lower rates. Oh God, I know, I know. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the biggest trend. <sighs> you know, it's lower rates, and um, there's a lot more. I don't know if there's a lot more. Yeah, yeah, there is. Where it's, I think talent would be shocked at how often we're lied to. Like that on an average day at work, when I go to work, I'm lied to uh, quite often <laughs> during the day. And I expect it almost now, uh, you know, where that's like the default when, uh, you know, there's a client that has something to say, I am assuming that they're lying. When they send the contract, oh. I'm assuming they're trying <laughs> to uh, slip something in there because it's that common. And I'm like pleasantly surprised when you know we've followed up for the third time and are you sure this is what the usage is and they send the contract and the contract has the same verbiage on it it's like wow yeah. dude cool you, like it's you, you mean those <laughs> we we don't know that they haven't specified what the usage is going to be so yeah they're like, always full of shit you know and then online. they send you the contract like 13 seconds before the session starts <laughs> yeah. that's when you know like they're trying some nonsense you know and then you try following up and there's you know all oh, the checks in the mail it's like the oldest lie in the book you know or then you follow up on usage hey this is expired no no we're not using it anymore and like two days later talent's like what are you talking about i just saw it on tv like, oh boy here we go yeah. um and you know and it's not just uh, i mean talent are getting lied to too that's why a lot of times you get a client that doesn't like when you age it up because we're a little bit more savvy about it and we don't have to be quite as nice you know talent are that's why we do everything here we didn't used to and we get some talent that like they get upset like well, you don't trust me that has nothing to do with trust but like if you do a session if they're directing like over zoom or something we have them send audio to us and then when the client says like five minutes before i was on this hey can we have the talent's contact information for whatever no nope nope 
you talk to us. And it's not because we don't trust talent and we think talent's gonna be like, hey, let's screw this guy out of his percentage or whatever. No. It's because most of the time, we don't trust the client. Yeah. And we don't trust the talent to put their foot down because they, they, you, look, you know, you're a people pleaser as a talent. You, you know, they say, hey, can we get this? Sure. Can you give me an ABC? No problem. Can you be a little bit more purple? Whatever. Yep, sure, no problem. And then they go, hey, listen, we got this some nonsense on the, you know, on the, Oh, no. Um, for a second. There's he back. All right. Cut out for a oh, second. Oh, my alarm for this thing is going off. I don't know why. Continue uh, what you were saying. So, it, uh, you know, talent are wired to be people pleasers, yes. to say yes, yes, no problem. If that's what you want, uh, I'm here for you. And so then when it's time to get down to the nitty gritty, it's tough to push back, especially when you've all been, you know, nice and friendly during session and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, when, you know, a lot of times a client gets your email and tells them, oh, I'll just email it over to them. Yeah, okay. Now they have like a quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes like you can see me. They'll have like a quote unquote, you know, pick up and they go right to talent. Meanwhile, obviously it's another spot or it's, you know, they're in talent. Okay, no problem, whatever. No. Um, you know, and then talent wind up getting screwed. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not like they're just being... And I don't, I don't want people to think I'm bad-mouthing all clients. I love clients. Their name's at the top of the check. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's going on out there. And if we're seeing it daily, you're seeing it as well. You just don't have such, you know, honed BS. And, and, and in all fairness, it's sometimes it is innocent. But like you're saying, sometimes it, it is a little sneaky. Um, but as talent, I mean, it's, it's an easy thing to do, to, like you said, age, to agent up. But, you know, we've kind of talked about this many, many times before. If you're in a session and extra stuff starts landing on, on your plate oh, as a talent, listen, yes, please the client. Yes, please the producer. Yeah. But be sure that you're taking clear notes and sending an email to your agent. I just it's taking simple, pictures and that. sending photographs. <laughs> like, here's you a know? new script. Here's a new script. Here's a new script. Here's a new script. I tags. I was on a joint a joint session with with another talent from from one of the the, the agencies, and all of a sudden we're looking at this together, and I'm seeing like, oh, dude, you've got 13 tags to do that weren't in the the plans. So I'm sending an email to the agent. I said, by the way, I had to do two tags, but buddy guy had to do 13 extras. They're like, ooh, interesting. We'll have a chat with the client. Right. So they're in your corner. You, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, we know the score and we're able to push back a little bit more. Um, but, we, you know, on the flip side, there's been a million times where I've told talent, don't agent up on this. You know, it'll be some little thing. It's a few hundred bucks. I'm like, you're going to spook the client and it's not worth it. If you've got a question, I'll answer your question and like you do it. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it to get somebody else involved or, or whatever. Uh, you know, not that we're turning down work or we don't want talent to bring stuff in. We love when talent brings stuff in. Um, but sometimes it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? To, to potentially spook the client. Um, but if it's getting to the point where talent are like, look, I don't know, they're asking for this and then that, and I don't know what the hell they're talking about and whatever, then yeah, you got, hey, you know, listen, talk to my agent and then that's it. Then go, whatever, make yeah, some tea. I like I think not, and you don't have to worry about it, you know? Mm -hmm. For me, a good, a good rule of thumb is as soon as I see any kind of broadcast, yeah. um, that, that's a really good indicator to, to go and, and reach out to, to your agent. Uh, if things get too complex, like you were just saying, if, if they get very complex or if the dollar value starts to get high, 
but that that's a good time to to loop them in because you know you may go oh this is you know just two thousand dollars two thousand oh i don't know should i just do it myself and then you hand it over to your agent next thing you know it's five grand well that's what happens a lot too and talent uh you know they get spooked oh girl i'm gonna bring on my my agent and now i gotta pay them and but half the time your your agent's gonna get you more money in the first place so you're gonna wind up in a you know in a plus they're gonna follow up on the payments plus they're gonna follow up on usage plus they're gonna you know whatever like we we have with our talent if they bring it in we don't take anything from them if we get an agency percentage from the client uh we'll take that so it's literally no money out of their pocket at all nice you know to bring it in nice um Eric, you, you alluded to this a little bit in, in one of your earlier responses, but um, I, I know from, you know, from your work in the industry, you're a major advocate for fair rates, for honest business practices and transparency in the industry. Uh, now we've got this constant talk every day, inflation, inflation, inflation. In most areas of our daily lives, everything is costing us more. But then we go and juxtapose it against these voiceover rates that we're being told constantly are going down, 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 down. So wh where do things stand? Like, how do we, ugh, how do we rectify, like not rectify this, but how do we frame this for ourselves in 2023? Like, where, is there hope? <laughs> no, no. Ah! <laughs> no. There isn't. Uh, you know, there was, we had, uh, we had a window, you know, where we could have gotten together and been like, look, we got to fight back because once, listen, it's very, very difficult to go back up when there's now an expected uh, rate, you know, when everybody is doing something for 500 bucks and you go, well, that's I'm not my minimum. I do 5,000 bucks or whatever. You know, that, that type of mentality worked in the past. It doesn't work anymore because they don't care. Yeah. They'll just go find somebody. There's 40 million freaking voiceover talent out there. And I know we're all unique snowflakes and we all bring something unique <laughs> to the table and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Nobody cares, man. Um, so there was, we had a few years where we could have pushed back uh, and really stopped this when the rates were just going down so quickly. It was like unbelievable. You just would, you know, it was like watching like, you know, a line just going down, down, down in real time. Like, holy cow, what's happening? Um, you know what? And nobody did. So agents accepted it. They didn't push back. Um, and talent accepted it. And they didn't push back. Yep. They said, all right, that's what we'll take. So then once they said, okay, that's what we'll take. Then that's the new rate. That's it. And clients said, well, this is great. Well, how about even lower? Will you do it for this? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll do it for that. Okay, great. Now that's the new rate. Uh, and that's the new rate that folks that are coming in are expecting. And if you don't want to take it, well, there's 5 billion other people that are going to take it. So, uh, you know, does that mean that you have to accept lower rates for everything? No. Does it mean, well, somebody else is going to take it, so I should definitely take it? No, not always. Uh, but we've definitely lost a lot of the bargaining power that we had a couple years ago uh, because voice talent are the most masochistic people, individuals <laughs> that have ever walked the earth. Uh, and they're just, they just take a lot of stuff, man. And I don't know why it is, but they do. Uh, again, I think it's, uh, you know, you're an actor. You used to, um, you know, yeah, sure. Okay. I'll do, you know, five more takes, no problem. Um, and they just took too much and too many agents took too much and nobody wanted to fight back. 
And that was that. And hey, look, I get it, man. I fought back. I fought back like crazy and I lost a lot yep. of clients. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. what happened. They stopped coming. They said, all right, fine. Well, just so you know, there's like five other agents that'll take it. All right, let them take it. And they said, okay, bye. And, and that was it. that. So that's what happened with talent a lot too. You know, they said, well, I don't know what to do because, you know, I don't want to lose the client. You know, if you lose a job, it's not the end of the world. We all lose multiple jobs a day, you know? Yeah. We've auditioned for stuff and it didn't work out. Or, you know, me as an agent, we put, you know, we gave it our best, we gave our best talent and they went with somebody else from, from elsewhere. And okay, no problem. That's how, you know, it works. Uh, but if you lose a client now, you know, th that's not good. Um, so even on the jobs that you lose, you want to, you know, make sure that you have a happy client that they're going to come back next time. Um, and I think that's what had, there was just a fear. Nobody wanted to make anybody too upset. And now we, we've created a new rate card and it's, it's, it's going to be tough to get back anywhere near what it used to be. And you know, I find, there, go ahead. Sorry. Just with that, it's that I'm, I'm also noticing, I don't know if it's just me, that clients are being a little bit more aggressive with their rates as well. It's like, like I'm getting a copy paste from a, from an agent. This client wants to book you. You, you did it for uh, this rate seven years ago. Uh, they want to know if you'll do it for the same rate. And if she won't, just let us know because we'll find another talent. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, dang. Yeah. A little well, stabby. Wow. A little stab. Or, yeah. Or it's like, you know, or will she do 17 radio spots with TV national with internet uh, in perpetuity? And the radio spots on TV will probably be two years, but it'll probably be six months. But we're not sure, but we won't change the, the verbiage, but we'll only give you this much money. But it's a big paycheck up front. Are you not grateful? Right. I'm like, but it, you're paying for one spot, but you want 17. Yeah. Well, that was, that was one of the most horrific things that happened to us. Everything went non-union. We had some places uh, that everybody knows and everybody loves, and they were the devil, uh, where they were doing union and they were doing non-union. And they told clients, well, you could go union and then, you know, you got to pay the residuals and P&H and blah, blah, blah. Or we go non-union and we'll put in this little thing called all lifts, cut its edits, oh. inversions. And Talon had no idea what that meant because it was on page seven of the contract in subsection H. Uh, and, and so they, they would say, okay, well, there's all versions. And then, so they would have a session. They'd pay you less than what you're supposed to get paid for the one commercial. And then they would do five, again, I'm doing quotes. Like you could see me. Yeah. Then they would do, you I know, five, or, five or six alts. They would call them, uh -huh. which would, and then they would put it all together. And then they make 20 friggin' spots yep. and pay you for one. Yep. And now they have a whole campaign for the price of what they shouldn't, you know, for less than one because they didn't even give you a great rate in the first place. And then that became the norm, all lifts, edits, and cuts. And then agents just took it like idiots. Talents so, took it. And then when we started saying, hey, listen, we don't do this all lifts, edits, cuts. Well, everybody else does. We'll go to everybody else. Okay, bye. Wait, no, hold up, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, they, if, if you push back, they bounce. Not always, you know, I, they'll kind of, you get these little things where you, you kind of know that they want to play ball. Like if they're like, well, a client really loves you. They'd love to use you again. Okay, you have a little bit more leverage. Uh, you know, it's not always screw you. If you're getting to the point where you're <laughs> negotiating, um, then you know that they like you. You know what I mean? They might have heard 14,000, but you know, if you're going to push back too much, are they going to go with somebody else? Who knows? So I... I have a question based from, from a, my talent point of view. I am a talent represented by an agent. I get an audition from my agent that says all lifts, cut it, but, but, but included. Uh, 
can I, if it's at that point, so if you're my agent and you've sent that to me, is there any merit in me pushing back as a talent to say, hey, you know what, uh, Eric, I'm, uh, I love this audition. I'm submitting. Here's my file attached. Um, but I'm not really cool with that. All lifts and cuts. Is there, you know, if, if at the point you've already sent it to me, has the ship sailed or is there merit in pushing back at that point? Uh, sometimes you want to strangle those talent. Like we've gone back and forth with a client like 5,000 times, you know, and then we send it and they're like, well, I, listen, I auditioned, I submitted, uh, but you know, I'm not available Thursday. It says must be available Thursday, but right. That's when they're recording, you know, or, okay, well, I like, but, uh, you know, I'm not doing three characters. I only do, or it's, you know, yeah, I like it, but I'm not doing, but not at that rate. Uh, dude, I know, you're right. It was, okay. The rate was actually 5,000 more, and you caught me. I was going to, I put it, I, it was a typo. What do you figure? That's the rate, man. That's what we put it out for, you know? Um, but so, so what listen, you're saying is if it says lifts and cuts, you got to accept lifts and cuts. Everything is a learning and a teaching opportunity. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a, a, uh, an agent, and listen, lately we've been putting out some stuff that I don't like. And I tell talent, and the thing, we, I put out the thing, and in my he notes, does. I'm like, this sucks. But the, if the whole thing is there's like, a section called agents notes when you when you get an audition from Eric, there's a section called agents notes, and more often than not, it'll just say NA. And then when you see something where you're like, that rate sucks, he's like, the rate sucks, don't do it. But we're gonna put it out there anyway. We've because, tried because I have talent that are like, you can't stand like if there's a thing and it's twenty grand, I don't care what it is, you got to let me know and whatever. So it's like you're trying to protect the industry and then also keep the clients straight and then also keep your talent happy and there's just too many people to make happy, you know. That's why I don't have not in one of those sister wives situations. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my God! I can't even keep one person happy. Holy crap! <laughs> so, uh, so we're like, we tell talent. You know what I mean? But listen, it it's great if you have an agent that's just taking everything, and a lot of them do. I don't even know what they do. They send talents of any everything. They just. Like, as an agent, like, half the time you get stuff from casting directors, and it's like 47 PDFs and all this crazy nonsense they send you. So we try to make sense of it, you know? We have, like, 15 monitors with all this. Okay, here's this. Copy that. Paste that to try to send out, like, an email. You know, that makes sense. And other agents are just like, here, you read it. I don't know what they do. Uh, they're probably smarter than me, I guess. I don't know. But if you get back to them and you go, uh, I, I'm passing due to rate or I'm passing because yeah. of the versions or whatever, yeah. uh, you know, if enough talent get back to them and tell them that, maybe next time they push back. They do their job, you know? Yeah, That's, I, that I like. I like hearing that because it, it speaks to that, that you know, we ha like you said earlier, if we don't work, you don't work. So yeah. there has to be- Yeah, they know it. talent won't do it. And that and we use that a lot of times with clients too. And they go, well, what do you think? And we'll, I have like between 50 and like for 500 and a thousand. Well, there's talent that are going to read it for 500 and there's more talent that are going to read it for a thousand. Yeah. Not saying one is possibly better, but whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, what if we put it out for 400? Well, then I'll get you three talent. <laughs> do you want three talent or do you want a hundred talent to read for this? What do you, oh yeah. Okay. That they understand. Yeah. They don't understand, you know, and I go, look, the best we could do is send it out and we'll see what happens. So that's the thing. Like, I mean, you're saying, oh, yeah, no, he does say that. There's yeah. sometimes I'll put something out and I'm like, please, God, nobody get it. <laughs> like, I wish they don't, you know, but there's always a couple of that are like, whatever, like they'll take anything, you know, so I'm like, all right, whatever. And we'll send it to the client and they go, oh, that's it. Yeah, we normally we would have had like, you know, a million, you want male, female, old, young, for black, white, like you want everybody. 
we would have had a buttload for you. But these specs suck. So you could do here, you have these three to choose from. Um, you know, there you go. And then, yep. oh, really? Okay. And then next time, not out of the kindness of their heart, not because, uh, you know, they feel, well, I want to make sure it's a good Christmas for voiceover talent <laughs> Cratchit. They don't give a shit. They're thinking, geez, I don't want to have three talent to choose from, to give my client. You know, I'd rather have 300. So uh, pony up, you know, again, it's a learning experience. So even if, even if you're not going to get anything from pushing back because you're, you're passing, uh, you know, perhaps the next one is going to be better because you said no the first time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's time to open it up. What do you think? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. uh -huh. mwah, mwah, Everybody mwah, left mwah. already. Oh, no, they no. didn't. The, the comment, the, the chat is hysterical. People are like, oh, my God, he's hilarious. Like... <laughs> <laughs> It's refreshing. It's honest. It's real. Yeah, it's me all over. I know. Uh, so I love it. It gets the novelty wears off quick. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to open this up to questions from the audience. We've already had a couple um, in the chat. I believe one of the people who had asked at the chat. She's coming up on stage now. When you come up, please stay on mute until we ask you to unmute, um, and then you know just fire away. Fire away. Hi, Alexandra. Is that you asking me to unmute? There yeah. you are. Go right ahead. What's your question for Eric tonight? Yes. Well, I, I want to preface this. I am not a voiceover actor, but I am, I do produce podcasts and audio dramas. Okay, cool. I just became a SAG signatory for my company. Nice. So my question for you is, do you represent non-SAG actors? And if so, do you prefer to send them to auditions for SAG productions that will make them eligible to become SAG? Uh, yeah, yeah, all around. We represent both union and non-union talent. Uh, and we, we just had to explain this the other day to some new talent. Uh, like, I'm not union. Why are you sending me these union jobs? Because that's how a lot of talent get union. That's how they become union. Because, you know, they, there was something that was right up their alley. And they said, all right, I'm going to, you know, t well, maybe I'll taft on this or maybe I'll whatever. Uh, but, you know, that's often what tips the scales. So we do try to give, uh, you know, non-union actors the, the opportunity to, uh, to audition for it. Occasionally you have clients that are like, they must already be union. This thing is recording tomorrow. I'm not doing any paperwork, whatever. We only want, like, union yeah, yeah. only. Um, yeah. Which they're not really supposed to do, but whatever. But otherwise, yeah, you know, because that that's, um, you know, in the millions of years we've been doing this, there's plenty of talent that have gone union because uh, one of our auditions was for a union project. They did it, they got it, and, and they wound up, uh, you know, getting their card, so. Very cool. Does that answer your question, Alexander? It does. May I ask another one since no one else yeah, has Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Go ahead. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, as as a talent agent, and this is coming from the producer side of me, but it's also coming from the caretaker in me. Um, what's the number one complaint you hear from your clients about how they were treated by the producer so I cannot do that? Oh. Uh, the number one complaint from talent? Yes. <sighs> man, they complain about everything. Uh, they're the, man, they stink <laughs> on ice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> usually probably the number one, uh, is when the session just goes on forever and they'll just be like that. The director had no idea. 
because sometimes they don't, especially like, you know, there's older talent that I've been doing this for a thousand years and there's like some new, you know, kid, he's like 12 or whatever. <laughs> he's like the new, you know, director, producer, writer, you know, whatever. Uh, and then he keeps him in session for like two hours for a 30, you know, and you just know that they, you know, they ruined it. Like there was no reason to, you know, just torture talent over that. Um, that's usually, that's pretty much the biggest complaint when they're like, oh so, yeah, yeah. Like so keeping talent too long. Yeah. You know, I was doing, we were doing line reads, then we were doing word reads and it was like, go up on the first word, go up on the second word. And he go, oh. ah, oh. jerks, you know, uh, I mean, more sometimes smile, the second, more smile. Yeah. The second is probably, you know, they'll let you hang out while they do like all the editing, you know, yes. so you're on Source Connect for like an hour, just, yep. you know, waiting while they're like, hold and then they come back, oh, got it, thanks, forgot you. <laughs> you know, and talent want to kill them. But that's not usually so bad, because talent, you know, at least you're used to it. They're like, all right, I'll answer my emails or whatever. You know, it's not like you're yep. working. But when you're getting worked to death, that's usually, that's when I hear it. And so we always tell talent, you know, even if it's just a Source Connect session and where you would think, you know, that's it, it's done, we're out. We always tell them, make sure you, check in with us and let us know tell us how did it go because if it's you know again if i know it's a 30 and it's been like over an hour you know we check in sometimes we've been text are you still in session they're like oh yes help get me out <laughs> then you know like ping the client yo what's up oh sorry we were editing and we forget. forgetting that we had some beers and oh fuck. <laughs> yeah yeah eric yeah. what's your what's your take on on the kind of like the middle ground of that where maybe a producer or a director might say uh, you know, Mike, rather than keep you on, on Source Connect, just waiting for us, we're going to, you know, put together the comps to play for the client. Uh, you log off and we'll, we'll send you a text. Uh, I hate that because then it's like we got to make another session. Yeah. Which is always a thing. And because this one's in this time zone and the other one and then talent are like, I don't know. They said they'll get back to me. I, my, my kid's recital is at five. It's three now. And we're like, I don't know when they're going to get back to, are they going to get uh, back to them? We got to reach out to them. It's just logistically, it's a pain yeah. in the ass. Hard out is your friend talent. Hard. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That's exactly. Your yeah. I have a four. I'm sorry. You know, it's the best mm -hmm. I could do. And then, all right, I'll let them, you know, uh, you know, I'll give you another 10 minutes and then you're the hero. But mm. yeah, if they want three hours for 30, there's a problem, you know, and sometimes it's talent's fault. Like for sure, you know what I mean? Like talent are just not getting it. Or again, with like older talent, sometimes they just, they get like defiant. They're like, I've done 8,000 car commercials, kid. Don't you tell me what the way to do. I know the right way to read it or whatever, you know? It's like, dude, fuck. Again, their name is at the top of the check. That's my mantra. Like when you're ready to kill them, you know, look, that's, they're the boss, man. The client is always right, you know? It's their spot and you're a talking monkey. So shut up and, you know, say the words. Like, that. like don't freak complain, you know? But uh, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's just bad. Uh, they just don't gel, you know? Like the client will be like, I don't know, I couldn't get what I wanted out of talent. And I'm like, that's not true because I know this talent. I've worked with this talent for 15 years and they're amazing. I know 500 clients that are like, damn, two, one take wonder, blah, you know, whatever. There was something that was missing here. You know what I mean? Like something just didn't gel between the two of you. And so, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, it, you know, we forget sometimes, but it is still an art form, you know, and there is that dance between director and, and actor. Yeah. Alexandra, I hope that answered your questions. 
Yes. Thanks for being yes, with us. Sure. Like I said, I've been going to a lot of the voiceover rooms just to make sure because this is a new lane for me as a producer. Yeah. So, and I know we're all doing everything remotely, yep. but I still want to make sure they're taken care of to the best of my ability. Uh, Listen, when you yeah. say I'm, I'm uh, all set up now as a union signatory and I want to know how not to piss off talent, that's I love you already like that. You can't possibly, you know, is talent can't be asking for uh, somebody to work with more than, you know, who's, who's really, uh, you know, obviously you're going out of your way to, to work with talent uh in the to the best of your ability and in a way that's gonna gonna work out for both of you so um that's fantastic <laughs> wish it was more like you yes please alexander thank you for for that the, that focus that you're putting on on making it better for all of us i think um from from your side of the, of the equation thanks very much we're gonna have celestia come up for the question first she's been she had asked in the chat and she was up first but it, be, before she <laughs> asked you a question i'm re i'm reading the chat and i'm it's Charlie Toro, I never knew Eric was so damn funny. Then again, I never talked to him either. Maybe I should start. <laughs> Dave Dickinson, you're a talking monkey, so shut up. There it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, with all due respect. <laughs> pre present company excluded. <laughs> so let's Thanks go to so Celestia. How you doing? You are going to click the microphone in the lower right corner of your screen. And that should unmute you. There you are. Is this unmuted? That's yes. you. We can hear you. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. Um, I was just curious. I'm. I started my voiceover business um, a little under a year ago, last uh, June, and I've I have one audiobook and a couple of nonprofit animated shows. But other than that, I'm a uh, stuck in audition purgatory. <laughs> And I haven't really been able to book anything uh, through my current agency, whom I love them. And I, I know they're trying their hardest and I'm definitely staying with them, but I just haven't been able to book anything. So I'm kind of wondering, uh, I've also sent my bio out to other agencies and I'm just not having any luck. Do you have any tips on what I can do to improve my chances with agencies? Yeah, wait 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're sending stuff out to agencies and you say, I've been in this business for a year and I've done some nonprofit stuff. Um, that's not what they're looking for. That, you know, at this point uh, that you have an agent, that's awesome, that's great. There's a lot of agents that are not working with, uh, you know, with folks that are brand new. I don't personally, uh, there are, I know there's a lot of agents, they like to like, stock the pond, you know, uh, or they find like, you know, somebody like new and extend their, oh, and I'm gonna, you know, bring them up right and they'll be my talent and <laughs> uh, I don't have time for that stuff, man. I have clients that I've been kissing their ass for decades now and some of them have very, you know, specific expectations. Uh, and some of them come to the Shepherd Agency because they know we don't screw around and we're not gonna send them talent that screw around. And new talent don't know things because they just don't know them because they just got here. It's not their fault, um, you know, but if I, somebody, you know, I have a client that's got a big project and their client is a huge pain in the ass. They're super hands-on and whatever. And then we set up a whole thing and, you know, we throw talent in there and they're green, again, through no fault of their own. But, and then the client says, hey, give me an ABC. And they go, what? Uh, that's not great. 
you know, now they're going to come back and they're going to be unhappy with me because half of my job uh, for them is to vet talent and to make sure that they're working with professionals. Uh, so somebody who's been doing this for a year, they're not a professional yet. Well, that's, there's plenty of people that have been doing this for 20 years and they're not professional either. Uh, but, you know, they're paying the bills because, they, you know, they're still doing it 20 years later. So none of this is your fault. Um, but again, you know, if somebody comes, we ask, there's a lot of questions that we ask from talent and there's things that we need that are not all agencies need. Uh, you know, there's agents in LA and they don't care what kind of microphone you have because they're planning on bringing you in. I work with talent all over the world, so I have to make sure they have a broadcast quality studio that's super important. But if they say they've been working for a year, that's going to be a problem. If they say they're part-time, that's going to be a problem. If they say, well, I don't really have any credits, that's going to be a problem. And if there's a combination of a few of those and they're using an NT1A and, or a, like a USB microphone and they, their website is starts with voices.com slash, okay. um, you know, there's no way. We're, it's, mm. They're just, they're not somebody that we're going to work with. So, um, it doesn't mean you can't keep trying, but you know, it, when you're new, that's not really what agents are looking for. They're looking for people who paid their dues and their earners. Okay. Thank you. That's, thank you. And Celestia, coaching, 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 yes. um, yeah. coaching with, Tra with reputable training. coaches. There's so many people out there that are like, I'm a coach. No, you're not. So mm. the, yeah. I'm going to coach you and then I'm going to put your demo together all within three months. And yeah. then you don't know how to act and you have a terrible demo and now you're going to shop it all over the world and go, nobody likes me. So yeah. if you want to, Celestia, if you want to reach out to me, I have a PDF that I've put together for Canadian talent and for U.S. talent, West Coast, East Coast, blah, 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 um, that has people that I think are great that I've worked with that are great coaches that would be helpful. So, you know, yeah. the first thing she said was my voiceover business. And right away, I like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like don't, that too. you know, yeah, like it stood out. Uh, that's great. She's got a head on her shoulder. She's asking good questions. All that stuff is great. Uh, but I don't know what her acting experience is, you know. Um, and it takes a lot more than a year to be a good actor and to be a good voiceover actor. And there's plenty of people that have been acting forever. They come from other uh, walks of life and they suck at voiceover, you know. Because it's a different uh, form of acting, totally. Yeah, like theater people, they're the worst, man. <laughs> Listen. Well, oh. Apologies to all of our theater Listen, people in the house. No, don't, no, don't apologize to them. Everything is like, like you could hear the jazz hands. Like, quit it. You know, <laughs> you're used to playing to the back of the room. Uh, it's hard to turn that off, you know? Radio, you know how many zillions of radio people trying to go from radio to voiceover? And they figure, well, that, well I, I use my voice all the time. I've read a thousand commercials for free, you know, that they made me read and whatever. But if for 20 years, every time somebody puts a microphone in front of your face, you go, hey, tell me that. And you do this pukey radio nonsense all over it. Like, that's worse than, than being just somebody that came in off the street, you know, because now you have to unlearn all that stuff that you thought was going to help you in the first place. So, uh, you know, it's not always great to, to be an actor and coming in a voiceover. I mean, even film actors a lot. I mean, how many times have we seen stuff, you know, they put in that big name actor because, you know, that looks better on a billboard for their animated whatever. And you're like, wow, they sucked. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> you know, this yes. isn't for everybody. It's just yes. tough. It's its own art form. Yeah, totally. It totally is.
Thank you that for was the, asking. Thank that you was the brutal and out. honest truth, Celestia. But uh, as uh, Emma said, reach out to Emma. Um, there, she has a great resource that she's put together. It's not everybody. Like I said, I know there's some agents that are that look, you know, if it's the right person, yeah. uh, you know, they, they'll kind of work with them and they put them on like they're, you're on the roster, but you're not really or whatever. But um, that's and just not how we do it. That, that kind of, uh, it goes to, to something else that goes back to that, that you don't know what you don't know. And, and you discover over time, uh, and this can, can go to your question also as well, Celestia, is that there, there are agents that are at kind of different levels, right? There, there are like regional or local agents. There are national agents that are national. There are elite national agencies, you know, and there's, there are different tiers and they have different requirements and they have a different level of talent and different levels of experience. So... It's up to us to kind of fumble our way through that and figure out who's doing what. And so, you know, to blindly fire, fire de demos into every agency that you, you Google, uh, you do yourself a disservice. Dear so I, sir I, or madam. Yes. <laughs> I, I have looked at your agency and I believe I would be a great asset because I talk. No, you yeah. didn't look at anything. You don't even know my name. Oh, boy. But yeah, so... Thank you for your question, Celestia. Thank you. And Stephen, how are you? Doing really well. Thank you hey, so Stephen. very much. Yeah, hi. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, I love uh, your advocacy, Eric, and, and I've seen you a couple of, on a couple of other programs, and I just love what you do. Uh, what, what my question is, uh, I've been studying voiceover for several years, and... Uh, I've done a couple of jobs, uh, but I'm just starting to get my my business systems put together. I've got my demo, and I've got my booth at home uh, that's a broadcast quality booth. I actually uh, recorded, Chuck Durang recorded my demo using my equipment, and I emailed it to him, and he put it together. So that's what he's doing now. So, but, uh, so I, I'm getting everything together, and my question, my main question to you is, in getting started in uh, marketing myself, I've been doing some marketing, but once I am in the process of getting clients, I, I don't want to fall into that trap of what you've been talking about. And that is, you know, accepting rates that might be too low or lowering, uh, you know, doing harm to my the entire industry and, uh, and getting a, a contract that actually is is a proper contract so is there is there a way that i can study up on that uh and figure out whether i'm getting the the right rates i know that there's the sag rate guide and there's a gbaa rate guide and so forth other than just uh, just sort of throwing it up against the wall and and learning by uh, my, by taking some lumps is that basically how i'm going to be doing it uh, the two that you mentioned are really the best resources, you know. Uh, I mean, if it's a union job, you know, they can't pay you less than scale. So, and a lot of times they're not going to pay you more than scale. So, um, you know, as long as you know everything is on the up and up, which is, isn't always, uh, but, you know, you're going to be getting paid fairly, or at least be getting paid scale. Scale's not always fair. I'm looking at you, low-budget digital waiver. Uh, but, <laughs> but for the most part, you're going to get scale, and, you know, it's going to be fair, and you don't have to worry about following up with them because they send a check if they use it again or whatever. Uh, but for non-union, you don't want to be married 
to a rate card. And this is a bit of an art form as well as trying to, you know, figure out a rate because everything is a little bit different. And you don't want to quote too high for a client and you certainly don't want to quote too low. Uh, you know, and sometimes you want to let them kind of talk first because, uh, you know, so if you're really married, you know, some talent put a rate card on their website and you're like, don't do that. No, man. no, don't. Uh, you know, because you're it's like there's really no way to win because you're, it's either too high and you, the client is like, nope, or it's too low and now you've screwed yourself. Uh, you know, because they were they were willing. So you got to do the, the dance a little bit and go back and forth a little bit uh, and realize that, you know, everything is different. Every, you know, there's, sometimes there's bulk. Sometimes this is a client that's come back a hundred billion times. Sometimes it's, you know, yeah, well, I have a minimum, but you know what, this is, it's more of like a pickup. I have to reread because there are script changes and then there's no usage on this because it's only a session, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, there's always these extenuating circumstances. So. Don't be married to a rate card, but uh, on non-union stuff, the GBAA guide is like, that should definitely be a bookmark, you know? Mm -hmm. Check that out, kind of check in there. Um, and at least, you know, you'll at least know that you're in the right ballpark or that your client is in the right ballpark if you if you have no idea. Mm -hmm. All right, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Stephen. Thank and you, for, Stephen. for Stephen and everyone, a, a great opening question. If you are dealing direct with your voice buyer, the best opening question is, what's your budget? What's your budget? Yeah. Because you may be pleasantly surprised. Somebody may say, oh, we need to do this corporate explainer video. Uh, it's going to be shown at a conference, and uh, maybe we'll put it on our website for, for a year. And in your mind, you're thinking, oh, maybe that's four or 500 bucks or something like that. And you know, what's your budget? Well, we were thinking about 1,500 bucks. Uh, all of you're a sudden. Like, yes, that. <laughs> all of a sudden. That's exactly what I was sound, thinking. Sounds great to me. Yeah. That will do. Thank you. That's, Thank you, sir. When would you like Thank the you. file delivered? Exactly. In what form? Would you like candy? Yes. <laughs> uh, folks, if you've joined us partway through this evening's show, this is the VoiceOver Roundtable here on Clubhouse every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, talking about all things VoiceOver with a special focus on our community and bringing you roundtable discussions, special events, and industry-leading guests. Tonight, no exception. Our special guest is agency owner and head agent at the Shepherd Agency, Mr. Eric Shepherd. Thank you for being with us again. <laughs> we have a couple of questions that I want to get from the um, the chat before we move on to our next stage guest, Kurt Hilton. Um, Kurt, we kind of uh, answered this because I was talking about our podcast. <laughs> uh, he says, "Hi, Eric. How often do you like to keep up with your VO talent roster? Meaning, do you have calls with talent that may not?" be getting any inquiries or leads. But we kind of hit on that with, you know, agents or people. Yes, no, maybe? We're, we're just like you, only richer. <laughs> <sighs> I'm changing jobs. That's it. <laughs> Believe me, don't That's do it. That's it. Don't do it. Oh, man. Um, there's a question from Ben Parkin as well, which is a great question. So do you think the biggest issue with voice talent is that they're focused on being talent and not on it being a voice business? Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a problem, you know. I, look, acting is number one. It's acting, acting, acting. That is absolutely number one. Um, but, I mean, yikes. <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking before, there's clients that get spooked if you agent up. And then there are clients, usually the ones that have been around the block, 
plenty of times, and everyone's going to come after me with pitchforks and whatever, but shut up. Uh, a lot of times, listen, these are actors. You're not always dealing with like the brightest people, you know? And this, and I'm coming from being an actor, being a voice actor. I'm still a voice actor. My wife is a voice actor. We put kids in front. I have multiple voiceover tattoos. I love voiceover. I love voiceover people. Uh, but holy man, like there's plenty of voiceover people that you just cannot tell you when they're available one day. You're like, oh, for the love of God, Wednesday. On Wednesday, when are you available to well, do, a do a it session? On Thursday. This Wednesday? Holy, yes. This Wednesday. Eastern? Whatever. Just any time zone you want. Well, I have a dentist appointment in the afternoon. That doesn't help me. At what time can you do a session on, and I swear to at like at 10 minutes later, this is a true story times a million. I'm like, are you, really? Are you? This can't possibly be this difficult. Uh, you know, plenty of talent where they're like super bright folks. I've known them for years and whatever. And then they'll just email me out of the blue. Did you ever pay me for that blah, 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 whatever? Like, yeah, like two years ago, man. It was like eight grand. You didn't put that like in a, a spreadsheet or something? Oh, I don't know. All right, cool. Thanks. Wow, really? You didn't track any of that? You know, most talent, I think, don't even track their usage or their conflicts or any of that. Um, mm. You know, there's just a lot of ways that talent are. a lot of moving you know, parts. Some of them are, you know, and you could be, what, oh, well, I'm a left brain person. Whatever, that's fine. Like, that's totally fine. Like, you're an actor. You're a creative person. That's fine if you're, like, flaky or whatever. Um but if you have your act together too, man, it, life is going to be a lot easier for you and the people that you work with, your clients, your, you know, whatever. Because uh, other time, you know, otherwise you're, you're yep. leaving money on the table. Yep. Yeah. We got to, we got a lot of, wear a lot of hats as a, as a voice actor, a voiceover business, as what was said before, there's a lot of hats we have to wear. But you have to be an engineer, you have to be an accountant, you have to be a marketing person, you have yep. to be an actor. Some people the hat doesn't fit or the hat falls off. So it happens. But Sometimes uh, you hire somebody else to do the job. Like yeah. I have, yeah, You know, I have a, a virtual good. assistant, I have a bookkeeper and I have an accountant because I don't do bookkeeping. <laughs> Just, I will <laughs> lose money. You're not expected to do everything, but you understand that that's, a, you know, something, it's not your deal, that's not your thing, but you understand it's important that it gets done. Yeah. So you get somebody, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, at some point, your business is going to get so big, you know, where you can't do everything. Or you can, but you go, you know what? I would be a better actor if I had people that did this stuff. If I don't I had want to do people, these things anymore. Yeah, yep. that could do the little daily, you know, answer the emails, schedule things for me or whatever, so that when I go into session, I'm nice and fresh and I could just focus on the acting. There's nothing yep. wrong with that. Yep. Nice. Absolutely. Can, uh, Emma, you, should we bang through these two questions from the stage? And Absolutely. And then we'll move on to phase three. Absolutely. Let's do Anthony. it. Anthony. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, oh. Hello. Hey, Anthony. You can hear me. Um, thank, thank you for the room. I just wanted to ask, and I don't know if it was covered earlier because I didn't. I wasn't in at the beginning of the room. I don't. I consider myself an actor who happens to do voiceovers. My question is, um, Eric, do you find that it's better to get the audition in sooner rather than wait to the deadline? Is there? Do do they have a cutoff line? And then the, the follow up to that is, uh, do you guys wait to get all the auditions in before you send them on? Good questions. 
Absolutely, get it in as soon as you can. Um, because oftentimes, by the time the due date you know, rolls around, it's already in the can. It's done. <laughs> they cast it, they recorded it, and it's done, and you're still uh, you know, doing the audition. So we, uh, as an agency, and uh, you know, plenty of other agencies as well, uh, upload in batches. You know? So like we have our own little system that we use, and uh, once we get a, you know, a number in, We'll go to the client and say, here's your, you know, this is your directory link and we're going to keep uploading to this same link. So they'll check in and they're already starting to, uh, you know, we could see what they're doing on the back end and we could tell that they're already starting to, you know, put check marks uh, next to talent uh, that they like. And also it's, kind of, it's like a psychological thing too, because if they find somebody that they like, sometimes they just don't care. Like you like them? Yeah. Oh, good. All right, let's do it. It's military. Let's get out of here. You know, it's military time. We're done, man. It's over. Uh, or, you know, they wait and they say, all right, we'll have more options, but they already like that one and they're kind of picturing that voice and that, you know what I mean? They could play with it. Maybe they took the audition audio and they made a little thing, you know, thing on their end or whatever. And so now anybody else has to kind of like knock them off the mountain. You know what I mean? Um, so just sooner, sooner is better. So we always put it in, but we get the dreaded and there's more and more and more of these lately. And I friggin' hate them, man. They go, send us your, we want, and it's the same deal. Like they want everybody, you know, male, female, 22 dead. Uh, you know, sounds like a person, but it, you know, like the most broad, whatever. So like everybody's going to audition top five only. Oh my God. Uh, send us your top five. So now we can't do it until the deadline, uh, you know, cause we can't send them 80 talent. Cause then they're like, oh, thanks for following direction. Uh, so we have to wait till everybody's in and then call them, which is like, you know, it's so, uh, you know, I don't know, man, what they like. Like they never choose somebody who's completely on spec. So you can't really go by, you know, the direction. And then there's folks we like, but we know who knows if they're, you know, so I'm sure at some point we're deleting somebody that they would have gone crazy. They would have loved them, you know, on their end. But it's, it's so subjective that, you know, you have no idea. Um, but it's because they go to us and then they go to three other agencies and then they put it on a pay to play for half the rate and they have like a billboard in Santa Monica mm. with the first spec, you know, like it's crazy. They put it out <laughs> everywhere. So they don't want to get like 15,000 auditions to go through. So I understand they say, you know, give us your best ones or whatever, but it's, it's super annoying. But in that case, then we have to wait. But if they say it's due Friday at, you know, midnight, we tell you it's due Wednesday at noon for the same reason, because we yep. want to get everybody in and done. And you know what I mean? And then we send them at the, Hey, this is it. You got them all. So if they've got two other agencies they're waiting for, you know, they might be like, forget it. We already, we found this one. We love them. Let's do it. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I, I recorded a, a New York voiceover out of LA on the Monday um, when it was, uh, I wrapped it on the Monday afternoon and it was, the, the, the deadline was Tuesday, but it doesn't yep. follow that they're, they're all uh, actually the same. And the other thing that I found is I've I'm repped by an agency both here in LA and New York by the same agency and it's like I've had to write back and say to them look I really can't do this at this rate I don't think it's even worth your time picking the phone up or writing me an email at this rate so I've seen the business change over the last few years and I did find being with a smaller agency is sometimes better than being with a bigger one but thanks for your answer Eric absolutely those are all great points too thanks, thanks Anthony. Anthony thanks for being with us what a voice on that guy. Yeah. Nice.
And Aiden, Aiden. after Aiden, we're going to do the demo review. So Aiden's going to come up. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, nice to virtually hear you, uh, Eric, meet you. Um, and thanks, Emma and Mike, for having me. So Absolutely. my question is about um, creatives in different fields, but also voice actors. So for me, I'm working on uh, getting into the production side of the video game space, casting, things like that. Um, and, you know, that's a, a goal for me, and I want to be working in that. But I never want to leave voiceover. So if I were an actor reaching out to you years down the road, like, and I was working in both industries, would that still be something you would consider? Do you appreciate that with your talent, or do you want them to just be sticking to one thing? I want them to be voiceover talent who are madly in love, psychotically crazy about voiceover talent. They eat, sleep, and breathe voiceover talent, voiceover jobs, and they are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I am not happy if they are part of a theater troupe and they're on tour for two months out of the year. I'm not happy when they, well, I have another job, but it's in a related industry or whatever because now it's difficult for me to cast them. Um, so I'm not interested in how well-rounded somebody is in some adjacent uh, industry because that just makes my job harder. It makes me harder to book you. And I want to be able to book you as easily as possible. And I want to give my client as many avails as possible and not have to compete with, uh, you know, whatever other project that you might be doing. Yeah, totally fair. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Aiden. Thank you, Aiden. It is that time. We had brave souls bombard my email with their demos, and these were randomly picked out of a hat. They're taking them back now. Well, they can't now. They sent Too them. Late. I got them. I got them. <laughs> they are loaded. So um, I don't know. Do you want to listen to the full demo? Do you? No, want to God, the first no. Thirty. Do you want to listen <laughs> to the first spot? Like, what do you want to listen to? I don't know. I'll tell you when to stop. Listen, nobody, I've been telling the same joke for like 30 years, but you could end your demo with casting directors eat puppies and it will make no difference to your career whatsoever because nobody is listening all the way to the end of your demo. Talent like go crazy worrying about like spot six. Nobody cares, man. Like you got to kill them right up front. I can guarantee Emma, I've never heard the last spot on any demo. <laughs> <laughs> of Fair. course, uh, and it didn't matter because you got me listening past the first one, which is yeah. what most people do not. The game is keep their finger off the stop button. Right. And sometimes we hit stop before they even start talking because the first thing you hear is, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you go, nope, I don't even want to, whatever. Or then those first couple words, that's most of the time when we hit stop. Nope. Uh, so if we made it to spot two, that's like, a, that's like, as we're like, oh, rad, I like this one. What else can they do? Uh, you know, what else do they have? And so yeah. we listen for the next one and we're like, wow, great. And if we made it to spot three, we've already decided that, like, we're going to marry you. So, um, you know, we're in love with you if we've gotten uh -oh. that far. So if Wait, anybody so hasn't figured it out yet, there will be no sugar coating tonight. Yes. Yeah. Um, just a few reminders to those who submitted. First of all, thank you to, to everyone who bombarded email, uh, Emma's email inbox. The, you know, we like doing that every once in a while. It's a lot of fun. Uh, big thank you. But a reminder um, to those who submitted and also to all of our listeners. First, all of these demos are going to be played anonymously. 
We're not naming the voice talent. When you hear your thing, you will know it's you. You know it's you. It's your demo. Um, but we're not going to mention who is what. You know who you are. Next, the, the thing that's really important here, this is, this is not a submission contest. It's not a, uh, you know. And the winner count, is ding, ding, doesn't ding. doesn't count no. as uh, representation <laughs> submission to get into Shepherd. No, it doesn't. Um, but we, we thank you for submitting demos and you, because you're helping us get to this goal. And the goal tonight is really to educate so that we can all grow together and get better. That's that's it. That's all. So thank you for for putting forward these demos. We've we've handpicked a, a couple randomly uh, from from the squad that we got. We're not going to name names, and we'll listen to them. And maybe we'll get past spot one. If if Eric says stop, I'm just going to stop. And yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to stop you at some point because we're not going to listen. Well, of course, all. we're not no, going to listen to full demos. Keep in mind, please, also that everybody that I am an hour way past hour thirteen of voiceover work today. Yeah. So. The ears are a little tired, and I'm a little grumpier than I was on hour seven. Uh, and that makes a big difference, you know. We used yeah. to, I hate taking a new talent. It's like, I can't stand it. Um, it's so scary, because you like, they seem all nice and cool, and then, I was, then you're like, oh, you're crazy, great. We've just spent like seven days putting you up on the website, and whatever, you know. Uh, it's such a scary, like, relationship to get into. Uh, so it's a drag, but then you can't just keep, you know, like giving your clients the same voices. So we, so I used to just put it off like forever, you know, for like years. And then there'd be like 20,000, you know, demos to listen to, um, not years, but you know what I mean? And it was like, it just was not fair to talent because after a while, like you can't, you know what I mean? After like, they all start to sound the same and, um, you know, so now we, we kind of listen as they come in a bit and put them in okay. different folders and stuff. That, and That's what uh, I was going to ask be before we listen to the first one, because I, I was looking at the website and, and looking talent. If you want to know how to submit to an agency, read their guidelines to the letter. Do exactly, exactly what they say. And on yours, it said something to the effect of, you know, you may not hear from us for a while. And don't worry about it, because sometimes we don't do this stuff very often we've gotten back to talent years literally years later yeah and they're like oh my god really because we didn't need them at the time but we held on to them because we you know it's something we were like mm, maybe at some point we're going to expand that roster a, or we're going to have more clients that need now. that kind of thing or whatever <laughs> yeah i know they're like uh, i'm sorry she passed away last month oh, no. oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but and you know what out of it millions of times that we've done that because it just wasn't the right time for that talent or we weren't picking up at the moment or whatever there was only one dude and he went ape man was so on was like and it was like i don't know nine months later or something that we got back to him and we said yeah all right you know what maybe we need this kind of thing i don't remember what the hold up was um and he was so pissed off <laughs> he's like this is absolutely unprofessional and i'm a big actor and i don't sit around and wait for you to get paid if this is the type of blah, blah, wow. whatever and i was like whoa thank Real. you sir for letting us know up front that you're a jerk off because you just saved me like a lot of work seven days time. of getting you on the website yeah man like that was <laughs> awesome but it was usually you know actors understand like i said it's just yeah. not you know for, for, you know, we're just like, look, we don't really need whatever it is, X yeah. at the moment. But then at some point you go, you know what I do? Like for some reason, everybody wants friggin' Italian lately. And I'm like, Sh I, we probably turned down 20 Italian talent because they said, well, it was not really what, you know, people asking for. And now all of a sudden everybody wants it. So we're like scrambling to find them. So it's, you know, if we have like a folder, eh, Italian submissions went in here. 
they might have gone in there a long time ago, but now is the time when we need them. So you get it, you know? Hmm. Cool. Let's listen to some demos. Okay. So whenever, whenever you're you're sick and tired, you know, I'm. Whenever you're done, just just tell me. All right, it's good. Stop it, and uh, we'll go from there. So this is demo number one coming right up. Let's do a brand new day. Let's step away from the bland and let the color fly. Let's get to the Home Depot. Let's match this without using too much of this. Let's crack open a can and get to it. When it comes to working out, you need more. More personal trainers, more machines, more bang for your buck. Goals, more than a gym. Ever skied the Alps? Surfed the Pacific? American Express membership rewards give you free travel to almost anywhere. And since reward points never expire, you can take your time choosing. American Express, do more. A room brash enough to bunker down in a Bahama Mama, yet distinguished enough to be Okay, cool. All right, a lot of stuff right there. Um, good voice, obviously, but it's not like too much, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not like if you're, they want a nice voice and they say, oh, we want somebody next, like guy next door. No, they don't. They want like, everybody's still a sucker for a nice voice. Um, so it's nice. Age range is good. Um, it's somewhat convo, but oh, somewhat not, which is still good. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. That's good. The length of the spots is good. Uh, there's like this new thing now. People are making like these four minute commercial demos. I want to strangle them. Um, <laughs> and there was a departure on the second spot and the third spot. And that's the most important. Again, it's the game is keep their finger off the stop button. Mm -hmm. So there's no time for a slow burn. Like you don't put the hit on the B side, you know, get like kill them on the first spot uh, and keep them listening. And then if you've got something else in you, give it to them on the second spot. Because if I'm there for the second one, I want to hear what else do you do? You know, I liked the first one. That's why I'm still listening. And so I want to hear what else you have. So on the second spot, give me something different. If you have something different, do that for the third spot as well. And it's not, it's not a 100% deal breaker uh, if you don't have a lot of, like Don LaFontaine didn't exactly do like a million things, you know, <laughs> no. uh, and he did all right. So, uh, you know, right. if, we, if you don't have a ton of rent, but we still love what you do, like that's fine. But if you have rent, you know, at least, you know, a little happier on this one, a little sadder on that, like show me something a little different. Uh, and this guy did on all that stuff. So a lot... A lot was right there. A little bit of marble mouth um, coming across. That's mm, that's a little bit of a concern. Um, and I would have liked a little more energy on that first one, especially. Uh, it was felt a little like you just need a little bit more caffeine in certain spots. Um, but there was definitely more right than wrong there. Very cool. Very nice. Very cool. We're going to move on to demo number two. Here we go. We get it. Your work is important, and it's also complex. Like, really complex. And the more complex it gets, the more you realize your project software just wasn't made for this. That's when you're ready for workaround. At Old Navy, mom jeans are always in style. Now through Monday, save 30% on all denim, in-store and online. There's a big, beautiful world out there. Why not take some time to explore it? 
unwind, and enjoy life as you've never seen it before. Viking, explore the world in comfort. At the Home Depot, we don't just sell power tools. We sell Empower Tools. Find what you need for your next project at the Home Depot. All right, got it. Dang, man, where'd you find these people? She's great. Uh-huh. Nice. Very nice. Uh, cute, like kind of quirky, and that's like super big right now, where it's not just like, you know, for a while, like all the chicks were doing, like the first spot would be like the sexy chocolate spot, you know, like mm, melts in your mouth. And then like, <laughs> and, then, and they'd be like 50 in the next spot, they would just go up two octaves because they thought they made them sound 20. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Um, so it's like all these, <laughs> and then like the third one, they do like a horrible British accent for some reason. Like, <laughs> okay, but, but we, did, we didn't get that here, right? That's no, like that, but that was like what was happening for a while at like yeah. a certain, like, at a certain like 10 years ago you know um and so now there's more of this kind of fun more real quirky cute girl thing going on uh which is great and it's like if you're gonna sell a product like what better just to celebrate you know what i mean than like a quirky fun young girl like that's awesome you know like that's uh, uh i mean it's it's disarming you know that's great the only thing that's a drag is there's every girl is like young and cute and quirky now. Um, so it's a little tough to stand out because like that's, you know, the it thing. So they're all doing it. Uh, you know, all the dudes are like the guy next door or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I get it. Like you're a nice guy, you know, whatever. Uh, I never realized how much I do the air quotes thing until I'm on. People can't see me. And I'm like, just doing it all the time. Uh, just, if, if you could get the sarcasm, subterfuge, uh, whatever. Um, but there was, I mean, there was nothing wrong there. Real cute, real nice, real, like, kind of fun. The voice was good. Uh, that was just good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dang, two nice. in a row. There Who we go. Think? All right, let's go to demo number three. Here yeah. we go. Meet Michael. Monday through Friday, he commutes to the suburbs. On the weekend, meet Mountain Mike. He's ready to take things off the grid. Introducing the all-new 2023 Full Size. Designed for luxury comfort on the inside and rugged terrain on the outside. It's the perfect ride for the whole week. The last few years have left us, well, exhausted. We didn't realize how much our family needed a getaway until we were finally able to unplug. And somewhere between the kayaking and the campfires, that's when we realized we started to feel like ourselves again. Book your next getaway now at getaway.com. Falcon Ad Manager is the easiest way for ad managers like you to reach streaming audiences online. Imagine your ads on Falcon All right. TV. Okay, there's a lot of good going on here too. That third spot was terrible. Uh, it didn't help them. The first two, okay, so good voice, good age, good sound. Again, it's what I was just saying, like that kind of the nice guy next door, the real guy, whatever, you know. Right. Cool. Uh, and then he kind of wrecked it with that like fake energy on the third one, which I don't, just didn't seem like him. Um, so there was nothing like those first, like that first thing, that might've been a real spot. I don't know, but like, you know, I could buy it. Like that could have been, you know what I mean? But it was just kind of boring. Like it was good, you know what I mean? Like there was nothing wrong with it. Again, good voice, good, whatever. It was long too, by the way. Um, but other than that, like it was just, like the spot itself was just not exciting, like in any way. Uh, so it showed me what the talent could do, which is good. 
Um, but I, like that's not a spot I would have chosen for spot number one. And then spot number two, the, the delivery was very similar to spot. Like the only time it changed was when we got to spot three and that was it just seemed like I didn't buy it. Um, I think that's, that's a good talent with a bad demo. Gotcha. Mm. Fair. Okay. And we're going to do one more demo number four. Here we go. Here we go again. Tax season. What if I told you a dedicated tax specialist would do your taxes for free? Yeah, I know. Put your coffee down, Dave. For a limited time only, TurboTax oh is absolutely free for simple returns. What are you in the mood for? Have it your way at Burger King. Do you want it spicy, cheesy, or classy? Three delicious options with fries, a drink, and nuggets for just five bucks. I know that with my new health care plan, I'll get the health care I need. So I can focus on what makes me happy. And it only costs 10 bucks a month, which is great. With brand new styling, Smart Connect Multimedia System, and Smart Entry, you're ready to hit the road running. All right. Uh, get similar things to that last dude. This guy's got a, like a different type of voice, which is nice. Mm, is it like going to be for everybody? No. Um, that's one of the things when you're different, you know what I mean? When you sound different and it's like, well, it's great to differentiate yourself from the pack. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, do they always want different? Mm, not really. Um, you know, then you wind up a little more like a specialist. Not that he sounds like a total weirdo, but he's just, you know what I mean? He's got something a little different going on. Yeah. Uh, that first spot, there was like 10 places where it could have cut off, where it would have had way better energy, and it just, <laughs> it just get blowing past. And then when it finally did cut, it seemed like it was in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it was just way too long. Um, and then the second spot, it felt a little similar to the first spot again, and I would have liked some more energy kind of all around. Right. Um I don't know if he wants to lean into being kind of, you know, having a little bit of a different type of thing or a quirky type of thing. Um, and then there was one of those spots. It was like the fourth spot I think I was just not into. Um, I don't know. There's, there's one or two people out there that are making demos and they got these long spots on them and it makes me nuts, man. <laughs> um, again, because it's like, I don't, I just don't have time, you know? So when you have the first spot, especially, and it's just going on and on, it's, I, I, it's, I feel, it, I'm triggered. I feel personally, <laughs> I, I feel like, what have I done to you that you're making me listen to this whole 30 before I could get on to the next one? Now I'm mad at you, and so that's not good. <laughs> okay. Do the spot. Get to the next one. They want so to hear like what else you have. What's we the got sweet it spot? What, 10 seconds? 13? Yeah. Where, where do you On a commercial... De Listen, I love commercial demos. If you send me an email and you're like, I do cartoons. That's all I do is cartoons. I love cartoons and I'm the best character actor in the world and I'm the next Mel Blanc and blah, 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 and whatever. I say, great. And then I'll listen to your commercial demo. <laughs> commercial demos let me know who you are because most of the time nowadays, at least, I'm real. You know, so I yeah. get a much better idea of who you are before you start, you know, getting all video gamey on me. Um, <laughs> so that, I mean, that's always, you know, the go-to. And it's like, I got to find out who you are quick, right. man. You know, and again, if I like spot one, I'm going to get to spot two. And if I have to sit there and wait for spot two forever, and then spot two sounds like spot one, it's like, eh, you jerk. <laughs> 
So what we're saying is it has to be different. There has to be a change at spot number two. And there, it doesn't, make it there's a reason enough. that people have been making commercial demos the same way for like a million years, because people who are listening to commercial demos, meaning who are you making them for? Clients, agents, manager, whatever. Like there's things that we want. We want to be able to quickly find out what you're about. We want to hear a demonstration of what it is, you know, that you can do. So the perfect commercial demo, yeah, 60 seconds, six spots, 10 seconds a pop. Oh, love it. Awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. Like that's, you know, the sweet spot. If you want to deviate a little bit, okay, that's not the end of the world. But if you're going to deviate to like, you know, here's my three minute commercial demo, I'm going to immediately assume you're an idiot. Everyone's gone back. They're all listening to their demos right now to make sure their first spot is less than 12 seconds. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God. So, so here's, it's, here's it's a, just, you know, you just got to, like, you know, know your audience. Again, who are you making this for, man? Your friends, you know, like you want to No, you're, you're trying to demonstrate what it is that you do to potential reps or potential buyers. So right. show them what you do and, and get it over with, man. You know, make them I, like wow them. Let me hear it all without like, you know, it's not like, well, let me get the popcorn and this is going to be great. Everybody gather around, turn it up. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's not, we're not looking to like snuggle up with a blanket and listen to your demo, man. Like just get it over it. with, you just know? Do it. Yeah. And talent should know, um, you know, having, having done a few myself and Emma's, I know them is in the same position is that your goal might be different. You know, you're, when you do, you cut one demo, your goal might be to land your first agent. And then a few years down the line, the goal might simply be to give your existing agents a good tool to offer clients when they just ask for a demo. And then a few years down the line, it might be to book an elite or to, to sign with an elite agency. So your goal might be different each time, and you got to think about that. Um, but I think all of the, the things that Eric has said apply still. It's just how you're going to approach it. But um, and a lot of times, talent like they try to make no talent should ever make a demo for themselves. They're that, too that was my deep next in the woods to see the trees. And I understand like it's a million dollars to get like you know professional demo done, but like. I, what, like that's the business, you know, you can't, talent just can't make a good demo for themselves. Even if you're a producer and you know how to whatever, you're too, talent, then talent do stuff like, well, it's all spots I've done. Great. And the first spot I'm really proud of, rad. It paid for my car. Awesome. It's a boring spot. Like <laughs> I know it's a real spot and that's great. And it's for yep. a major, you know, it's for McDonald's. That's awesome. And that shows clients, you know, that you've made a spot for McDonald's or whatever. Guess what? There's a kid who's been doing this for three weeks and his first spot is for McDonald's too. He didn't actually do it. Uh, but you know, nobody knows the difference. And I know you're in love with this spot, but it's a boring spot and it's not yep. great for your first demo mm. uh, or your first spot on your demo. You know, it's just stuff like that, that it's, get a pro they know what the deal is you know yeah, yeah. and it's hard man it's hard to do like, now, keep in mind that stuff that's on the air isn't necessarily your best work it's what the client oh, wanted yeah yeah how many times do you go to a session and you're instructed away from what the spec was and all they of give a you a line read and you sound and like there's something and, wrong with you yeah um yeah. eric in the the demos that, and again we're not naming names and we're not singling anybody out but we were talking about this the the self-produced thing were any of the demos we listened to tonight in your ear self-produced i don't know i'm not saying i honestly i don't know I, I would bet probably number three was okay maybe more maybe number four too 
Uh, okay. But Iowa bet number three was. And okay. so to roll back to what you said just a few minutes ago, somebody is submitting at your level to your agency. You, I guess you're saying your hope would be that they would have a professionally produced demo. I mean, look, the first, <laughs> this is how I'm first going to be introduced to you. Is yeah. hopefully you're going to be smart enough to go to our website and find out how we like people to submit. We like them to use the form because we have questions. So if you send me an email and now I got to scan through the email to see if it has all the pertinent information that we want, it's kind of like a, you know, I wish you would have done the, because that has all the information that I have and not the stuff that I don't need. And now you have all this stuff and I like it, but you didn't tell me what your studio is like. So it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I need to know. So now I got to get back to you. Hey, what about this? Can you use the form? What it like, I'm just, any agent is going to be happier when you just did what they asked you to do for the, you know, for God's sakes. No. Um, it takes like two minutes to fill out the dang form. Yeah. So I speaking mean, the, of the, which, are you accepting new talent? We're always listening. We're <laughs> I got to tell you though, man, we're taking down, we're not taking anybody now. They got to really be different. I, we're just deleting guys that we know are freaking great, but it's like we're full up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how many do you need? And then it's like kind of like it feels like rude almost to the talent that we have. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like how many like old ladies do you need? Yeah, when it's right like here. you know I when mean, you got come on. well, let's, uh, you know like anybody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, and it's like how many young and then plus like how you know we can't have like seven hundred talent because then it gets unwieldy. And I like to know what everybody does. You know, I like to know because again, you know, we do get clients say, hey, I'm looking for this or whatever. What do you think? And then immediately, you know, stuff comes to my head. So if I don't know who you are, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to be top of mind. And then I'm, I don't feel like I'm being the best agent for you. So I don't, for that reason, I don't want to have 700 talent. We'd have 7,000 tomorrow. It's not like there's a shortage of submissions, you know? Uh, but anyway, the first, to make a long story, painfully long, the, f <laughs> the first thing uh, you know, is I'm going to read the form and I'm going to look through it and I'm going to see how long you've been doing this. Are you full-time, blah, blah, blah. Do you have some pro specs? Do you have pro credits? Do you, you know, are you a pro for God's sakes? Uh, and then I'm going to click the link to your website and I'm going to see your website. And hopefully I don't have to click through like seven pages to get to your stupid SoundCloud plugins that are broken. Uh, and I'm going to click on your commercial demo and hear it. So there's already been, you know, that a was a few, hint folks. That was a hint. Yeah. It's going to be a few things that we've already, uh, you know, gone through where there's potential red flags until I get, you know, to that demo. But, uh, if I've gotten to the demo, you know, that's the first thing I'm going to hear, man. And you got to kill me. Listen, we rep. Emma, for God's sakes, we represent some of the best talent in the world with the best voiceover demos in the world. So you're going to be compared to them. So, you know, if your shit is Bush League, come on. Yeah. Uh, Eric, like people could argue, and I've heard this. I didn't, I, I, people argue all watch, the time. Oh, watch this scenario, though. Like people could say that anyone who has the, 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 not anybody, but many people who have the funds and the willingness and some talent can put together a good pro sounding demo. Now, do you ever go further than the demo and the intake form to vet the talent that you're potentially about to bring on? So like, I don't know, I, in one case, I had a, a, a potential agent and, and now agent ask me, you know, they said, yeah, everything sounds great. Send me your five last auditions that you submitted anywhere. Do you ever do anything like that? No. We don't, right. uh, you know, uh, we do a pretty serious vetting. 
Um, but usually, you know, if we get to the point where we're going to say, all right, you know, I think we're going to take you on. Uh, we've pretty much gleaned, you know, that they're a pro, they're a working pro. There's somebody that I'm not going to be worried about throwing them in a, uh, you know, in a session with, with an ornery client or with a client that has, you know, high expectations. Um, and it's, you know, in a lot of ways it's evident, you know, you just check out who they are, how long they've been doing this, who, what, who else reps them. Um, you know, the stuff that they, you, you just, I've been doing this for a while. You know, you get a sense for who's, yeah. you know, who's at a, at a pro level, uh, you know, and who's not. And that doesn't mean that everybody has to have, you know, 30 years under their belt before we pick them up. I mean, we have younger people, but, uh, you know, you know, as a pro, but we got to stalk them on social media too, to make sure they're not nuts. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> which you still is kept Emma? Well, it's, Come I mean, on. it's I don't really, post it all on he social media. He opened the door for that one. Let me, I don't it's post a thing, it all you know? on social media. I mean, I found people before where I'm like, oh, they sounded good. And they were like, maybes. And like my wife was like more, way more into like social media than me. She's like, oh my God, are you kidding? No way. They're involved. You know, there's some crazy scandal Nutter. or whatever, you know, we can't be <laughs> like, we just got some new person on the client. And they're like, you know, and the next day they're like the Jews. They start freaking out. <laughs> like, ah, no, gee, um yeah you never know man people are weird so um even just in the emails you can get like an idea of are they you know are they a little off are they a little weird are they a little and we're all like we're in voiceover for god's sakes you know what i mean like our weirdo meter is pretty like high compared to you know like the the average like carpenter have or whatever. Fun, go to a conference yeah like you know we're weird people man we're in voiceover like so that's fine but you just again you know i've been like it's really like a je ne sais quoi kind of thing, man. I, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but you just, you get a feel for, all right, you know, is somebody, yeah. you know, are they real? Are they, we were, t <laughs> we were talking before, just whatever, just trying to set this thing up, like, you know, uh, checking out Clubhouse or whatever. And I forgot where Emma's from. And she said, oh, I am from Canada. Oh yeah, man. For, for whatever, like we have like a thousand Canadians lately. <laughs> it's all Romanowski. He makes like, the, his demos. <laughs> he makes the best demos, and then he said, "I don't know." He's like big in Canada or whatever. He sends us all these Canucks. But the reason that I want to take so many of them on <laughs> is because a lot of times they're nice. You know what I mean? Aww. Like they're just like you, you make them polite up there, you know, and cool. We do. And that goes along because, you know, if you talk to them a little bit, you email back and forth a little bit, you go, oh, I would like to be in a working relationship with this person. They seem nice. They seem down to earth. They seem cool. You know, generally Canadians are nice folks. And that's why. And you go, wow, what's with all the Canadians? Oh, yeah, because they're like they're nice. That kind of stuff comes across. That means a whole lot. I have to work with you now. You know what I mean? Like I got to deal with you. I have to, you know, like schedule you for stuff. I have to whatever. Like if you're, you know. And that's fine if you're all like button up, Mr. Business guy. Cool. Like that's fine too, you know. Um, but if I'm getting like weird vibes, you know, mm, I don't know, man. Like, you know, do I need that? No. And I mean, I've turned down even years ago. I'm talent that I knew were great, and I'm like, man, this one is, is an earner for sure. But I think they're kind of a jerk, man. I'm, I'm just forget it. Life's too short. Oh. I have a beach towel here. It's red with white lettering on it. it says the world needs more Canada. <laughs> I like, you know what, man, I would, I would be there, but I hate the cold. I know. So do I. 
We moved from New York to Texas, like one of the main reasons is because we hate the cold so much. We're a weird bunch. Yeah, things we put up with. You know, I don't know. Your mother's teacher right or something. You're just polite folks, and that comes across. You know, so. Be nice. Be nice. Be Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, and it's, I mean, if you ever got any of that, like, Canadian accent thing, that would definitely be a turnoff. But for the most part, it's very, you know, it's that neutral North American stuff, too. And that doesn't hurt either. You know, Americans, as you could tell from my New York that comes out after a certain hour in the evening. You know, we have all these damn regionalisms all over the place. And that, you know, that's tough, too. Nice. This has been pretty much as epic as I thought it was going to be, and probably then a little bit more yep. epic. Yep. yep. I think the only way this could have been more epic, Eric, is if we, we did a, a Eric versus Ellie Ray. Uh, that oh Battle Royale, that, that would be the show. <laughs> She's nuts, man. I love Isn't her. Isn't she weird. great? Oh, yeah. I just did a, uh, with that VO Survivor thing, I've done it for the past couple of years. Yeah. And it's like yeah. her and Deb, you know? Yep. Yeah. She, man, she is just, I'd be like, what is she going to wear today? Oh my, what are you wearing? Yeah. Oh, she's nuts, man. I she just know. got her hair did for VO Atlanta. They talked her out of purple. She has like tangerine oh, yeah. and pink. She's a unicorn in human yeah. form. See, you got to have the fun ones. You know what I used to do like uh, way back in the day? This is, <laughs> this is how long I've been doing this. I would never go to like any of these things. And like, I would just always wear a suit and tie. That was my thing. And it was for years and years, I always wore a suit and tie. So if I would go to conferences and so I would have to bring, you know, I'd bring all my suits and all that stuff with me and whatever. And oh my God, I grew out of that. I'm like, who am I going to impress? I don't care anymore. <laughs> the times have changed. Your jeans and black t-shirt are fine. Man, I got ties right. I haven't seen for years. I'm just oh. like, whatever. I'm too fat to fit in them now. I forget it. I don't. I don't dress up anymore, man. I don't care. I got like a sweatshirt on. Oh man. This one though, for the clubhouse. I I got my tie. I got my suit on. Yeah. See, we dress up too. I didn't. Yeah. I I was mistaken about how this works. <laughs> Eric, this, this has been so cool. Thank you so much for, for you. hanging out with us tonight. And thanks to our audience and supporters, of course. Emma? This, I mean, the, the, the chat room is hysterical. People are like, I can't wait for the replay on this because people came, some people came in later and they're just like, oh, oh don't God. listen back. Like, oh, yeah, they're totally going to listen back. <laughs> this is going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's a word people are like, oh, I heard you on that podcast. I'm like, from what? Oh, no. What did I say? From like 10 years ago. It was like in the back room of a conference somewhere. I was drunk. Like, I had no idea. I was just railing it. <laughs> oh, a 416. God damn it. Everybody is a 416. <laughs> Why don't they listen to me? Oh, oh, man. Well, I believe they listened to you tonight. There's going to oh, be... Yeah. I, and they're going to listen again. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I know that you are busy, and I do very much appreciate that you you did. 
his response when I sent the email is like, hey, Eric, da, 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 Mike Tobin and I are doing this thing. Would you be interested? And he wrote back, hell no. And then wrote back again saying, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, what like, did we get? Yes, yes, and yes. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We so appreciate your time. We so appreciate your advice and your expertise. And just keeping it real. Because Listen, you know, it's so cathartic. Every once in a while, I have to get the poison out, you know? I have to just download all this stuff onto you people and then now i could sleep tonight well i'm glad yeah. next time we're gonna Bye. we're gonna get a, like a boatload full of four minute demos just for you just, <laughs> just, just, just pound I, I can hear him twitching <laughs> exactly. oh man oh cool thank you so much eric uh emma so uh, we are going to sign off because Eric, it's past his bedtime and it's past mine because I'm going to go and pack uh, at this point with all of the stuff. I've got to figure out what these cables are. Um, and next week, we have the lovely Danny States joining us. Danny is a wonderful voice talent and she is a creator of Voice Overview, which is uh, like a CRM Excel sheet that meets uh, email service all kind of mashed oh. into one that's, that is designed for voice actors. It's brilliant. So she is going to be our guest next week. She's lovely too. I love Danny. Yeah. Um, join us next week, Tuesday evening, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. 4.30 Pacific here on Clubhouse for the Voice Over Round Table. And we will. Hear you then.